You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Heard every Saturday and Sunday morning at 11 on Zoomer Radio. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Portugal Tourism. From exotic locales a continent away to weekend stays down the highway, pack a suitcase and your vacation imagination. It's time for the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Welcome to our very special edition of the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Well, sometimes on the show I go to the destination that we're talking about, but today the destination has come to me. The Secretary of State for Tourism for Portugal has brought an impressive delegation of tourism execs from Portugal to Canada to spread the word about Portugal as a terrific destination for Canadians. And I'm very pleased to start the show today by speaking with the Secretary of State herself, Anya Gordinho. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for coming to Canada. Welcome to Canada. And uh, this is the country of the moment, Portugal. Hello, good morning, good afternoon. Uh, here we are. We brought uh, a huge team from Portugal to show the Canadian market what Portugal is. Right now, you know that Portugal has been considered the best destination of the world this year. We won 37 Oscars of tourism, which is amazing. We've been considered the third most peaceful country in the world. And uh, uh, we used to be seen as the, most, the best well-kept secret in the world, I think we are being discovered. I, we don't want to be too much discovered uh, because we still want to maintain our authentic our authenticity, uh, and uh, we want to uh, guarantee that uh, the world does know Portugal. That's why we are here, and uh, that uh, uh, all Canadians can find in Portugal uh, this country where you can have many different experiences in a in a short uh, territory. Uh, you can have great wines. You know that the Portuguese wines this year have won, uh, were the, the, the wines that won more uh, prizes in blind uh, tasting. Uh, so it's, it's, it's quite incredible uh, that the Portuguese wines are, uh, cannot be skipped by people just like Portugal. Our, we have great food. We are a great destination uh, for quality, for uh, value, for money. And uh, we have many uh, cultural attractions. And our, as you know, our weather is one of <laughs> our best assets. Especially in our winter. <laughs> in winter. Our, our weather in winter is quite mild. Uh, do you know, for example, right now we have uh, 25 degrees uh, and we are in October, so it's really great. And we have plenty of sunny days. We have 320 sunny days per year. So the, the, the sun is always shining. And the Portuguese people, I would say, are always smiling. That's what characterizes us, our big smile, because we do want and we, we do love welcoming people. It's part, you know, of our history. Uh, since uh, 500 years ago, we've been traveling to the world and we've been used to mingle with all the cultural and different nationalities. And that's why I think we are a melting pot 
uh, that loves to welcome people. Mm. You so eloquently put it that, uh, earlier on that uh, Portugal discovered the world 500 years ago and now the world is discovering Portugal. Thank you so much, uh, Secretary of State. I am looking forward to meeting your colleagues and uh, doing a bit of a tour of Portugal in this week's travel show. Please don't skip Portugal. Uh, because Portugal can't keep uh, Canadians, as you know, and I'm sure Canadians will feel that they've discovered the best place in the world, not only to visit, but also to live, to invest, and to study. We welcome you, and I'm expecting you there. When are you coming? <laughs> Very soon. <laughs> Thank you, Minister. <laughs> Well, it was good to hear from uh, Portugal's Secretary of State for Tourism. And now I'm joined by William Delgado, Country Manager for the Portuguese National Tourist Office here in Canada. Welcome back to The Travel Show, William. Thank you very much, Chris. Lovely to have you. And, you know, firstly, as we heard from the Secretary of State, Portugal is such a diverse destination. No, it is. It is. We keep... Uh, we keep plugging away at that theme is uh, what we like to call concentrated diversity. So in a, in a very small distance, both geographically and in, in terms of time, you can have so many diverse experiences. Uh, everything from, you know, the the old capital cities, you know, like Lisbon and the history and the culture and the gastronomy. But as, uh, you know, as I like saying, 15, 20 minutes uh, down the road, you're, uh, you're in Estoril and Cascais and you can be lounging on the beach. You turn inland, you go an hour, an hour and a half, and you can be in wine country. So I like to say Portugal offers everything for everybody in the sense of tons of different experiences and always around welcoming Portuguese people. Yeah. And one of the things, of course, which is coming back uh, into fashion in terms of a travel trend are longer stays in Portugal over the, uh, the winter months. Yes, that's uh, something that we've been, uh, we've been noticing and we've been tracking. And, 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 you know, and actually, obviously, you know, really, really encouraging. Uh, you know, Canadians are, 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 are world famous for being what we like to call the snowbirds. Like everybody escapes here, the, you know, the harsh winters in particular with, uh, you know, uh, active seniors and, and, and retirees. And, and, of course, a lot of people, you know, turn their, their, their sights. Uh, south in Florida and Arizona and even, you know, Mexico and down into Central and South America. But uh, what we're saying is, you know, turn around, look east, give, uh, give Europe a shot, give Portugal a shot. We're the first country that you when you fly over. Uh, so come on over to Portugal, you know, in the, in, in the winter months. There's so much to do. Everything from, uh, you know, being down near the water in, in, in the Algarve in the mild temperatures. Uh, but you, you have so much other uh, opportunities to go inland, to go to Alentejo, to even if you want to do some city breaks during, during, this, uh, during this time, or go inland, explore the wine regions, explore the old, uh, the old villages, immerse yourself in, 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 in Portuguese con uh, culture. So it's a bit of an opportunity to kind of get away from, uh, get away away from the cold, but maybe, uh, you know, have a, a bit more options of, 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 of things to do and, and experiences and food and wine and, and culture that maybe, you you know, you don't get in some of the more traditional, uh, uh, just, you know, sun and play uh, uh, kind of location. So that's kind of the message that, we're, that we're, we're sending out. Yes, come over, hang around the beach, play some golf, but there's so much more for you to do as well in Portugal. And one of those regions, of course, that have got direct flights from, uh, from here in Canada are the uh, Azores, a fascinating group of volcanoes. Canic Islands, right out there in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, and they're really like no other, are they? No, absolutely. I mean, as you know the story, you know, it was just over 1,700 volcanoes, you know, was the genesis of the Azores, and, and, and there's still some active uh, geothermal uh, activity. Uh, you know, Pico, the smallest island, still has, you know, an almost an intact cone, so it's just a, it's just a stunning, stunning uh, 
location. You know, we you know we would joke and call it. It's you know it's the kind of the New Zealand of uh, of the Atlantic, <laughs> and you know it's only four and a half hours outside. You know, out of Toronto. So if you fly Azores Airlines, I mean you're there and uh, you're there in four hours. It almost almost gives you a, a chance for a, you know an extended weekend getaway. Uh, it, it's it's so close. And then as you know, once you're there, you've had the opportunity to go there, and and uh, it's just a beautiful beautiful uh, you know landscapes, and it allows as we say for the geo. Uh, tourism with the, you know, with the lagoons and the hot mm. springs. Um, you know, you have the hiking. You know, you the, the canyoning. You know, all this kind of stuff for 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 really active, uh, uh, you know, uh, active tourists. And then you know something quieter like bird watching or go out and see. Uh, you know, go out and do the whale watching, dolphins. So there's so much to do in uh, again in uh, in a, in a small little concentrated area or. Heck, just just go to Ponta Delgada, the beautiful, charming capital city, and find a patio and have some great <laughs> <And> food. <laughs> yes, I'm often asked the question: Now, which island? Oh, you know, there's nine islands here. Nine what, islands, which right? one do I choose? And I say, well, don't just choose one. Choose a handful. Go for for a little longer, and, and maybe do three or four of the islands. Yes, absolutely. Obviously, you know, you're going to land probably, you know, in uh, in Ponta Delgada, San Miguel, the largest island. Um, you know, again, that has everything from you know modern, modern amenities, modern buildings, modern activities to to very, very traditional. Once you get away from the from the, the larger city, but I say you know go over to Tercera or go over to some of the small ones like Flores or uh, mm. or Pico or even Corvo, which is an adventure because you know if there's uh, there's only you can only you can't even land a plane on there, right? You have to do a ferry <laughs> and you know that yes. goes in once a day or something like that. But it gives you it gives you this mystic idea that you're just you're really escaping from uh, from things. So if you really want to go and, and just kind of lose yourself, I think, yes, give the, give the Azores a shot. And again, these are direct flights from, from Canada. They are just a short hop. I mean, they're, they're shorter than some of the Caribbean destinations. Absolutely. It's four and a half, five hours, uh, you know, flights out of Toronto and out of, uh, and out of Montreal. And they go into uh, Ponta Delgada and they go into uh, Tercera. So uh, there's a lot of options. And then, you know, once you're there, there's a great, uh, you know, inter-island uh, transportation as well. So you can just hop, you know, you know very inexpensively from one island to another and uh, you know or you know what inverse it a lot of times people go straight to the mainland and go visit the Azores you know what base yourself in the Azores take a really nice uh, inexpensive flight between the Azores and Lisbon spend two days there and then come back and finish it off in the Azores and use that as your hub perfect thank you so much William there's there's lots more to discover of course on these wonderful island hideaways of Portugal the website I think is visit azores.com it is and for all of Portugal, it's... VisitPortugal.com. Wonderful. Thanks, William. Thank you very much, Chris. Stay Look close. To seeing you again. Yeah, absolutely. Stay close. When we come Thank back, you. it'll be time to be happy in the grand landscapes of Portugal's Alentejo region. You're listening to The Chris Robinson Travel Show. Hop on a cable car to the Botanical Garden, up on the island of Madeira. Watch geysers erupt in the Azores and uncork a Portuguese wine. All of which you can do, because there are more direct flights from Toronto to Portugal than ever. And more places to explore than there are days in winter. Go to visitportugal.com and don't come back until spring. Portugal. One country, many destinations.
I need to pick up groceries. I'll take you shopping, Mom. I can barely walk to the mailbox. You know, Mom, you sound like the perfect candidate for a health refund. A what refund? Healthrefund.com. A colleague of mine told me about it. People who have difficulty getting around could be entitled to a large refund from income taxes. I'd pay income tax. She went to healthrefund.com, and they helped her dad get a big refund. Healthrefund.com has been helping each of their clients save thousands of dollars, even up to 50000 I could afford to buy the scooter I need. And with Healthrefund.com, if you don't save, you don't pay. I found the number. But will I qualify? Let's call together and find out. See if you're eligible for a refund of income taxes by answering four simple questions. Pick up the phone now and call one 888 one Healthrefund.com. From Grants International, the refund fund experts 1-888-999-221 A healthy home sounds more like There's our boy and there once was a princess and less like uh, there goes the furnace. Sound familiar? Call 1-844-ENERCARE or visit enercare.ca. We'll be there to help when you need us. And if you call today, you can get a select furnace for only a dollar a day. Offer ends December 31st, based on a 180-month financing term at 10.29% APR. Cash price is $2,800 plus HST. Terms and conditions apply. Making homes healthy because we Enercare. You know, you and I should really get a flu shot this year. I read the flu can be very hard on us. Already got mine. Flu Zone High Dose. My pharmacist recommended High Dose because it offers 24% better protection than Flu Zone Standard Dose. Show off. 65 and over? Ask your health care provider about Flu Zone High Dose or learn more at fluhd.ca. Vaccination does not provide 100% protection. Side effects and allergic reactions may occur. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist to see if this vaccine is right for you. Your home was once your comfort zone, but now you have an accessibility challenge that turns a home into a hazard. The solution? The Total Home Safety Check. Total Access Center will come to your home, check every room for potential hazards, and then suggest the best safety solutions. It's sort of like your home adapting to you. Book your no-charge assessment with the Total Access Center. Call 416-546-1000. Yes, the Total Home Safety Check is free, and isn't that comforting? The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Portugal Tourism. He's been there, done that. And wants to go back. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Hi, and uh, welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show, where we're taking a tour right around the wonderful country of Portugal. And we are going to go now to a very special place. It's actually, I think, almost a third of the entire country. It's called the Alentejo. And I'm with Vitor Silva, who is president of the Alentejo Tourism Organization. Welcome to the travel show, Vitor. Obrigado pelo convite. Bom dia. Oh, sorry. Sorry, this is, this is in English. Sorry, Chris, because, well, we travel so much that sometimes we forgot. But, and, you know, uh, I love the Portuguese language. Anyway, I love listening to the Portuguese You, you should language. listen to me when I, after, after dinner, because I, I can uh, pronounce the same phrase... 
in the several uh, languages at the same time, English, Portuguese, n n not even me understand what I'm saying after dinner. I'm looking forward to that, <laughs> but perhaps not for the travel show. <laughs> Fortunately, this is morning. <laughs> Let's talk about your gorgeous part of Portugal, because it is uh, really, in many ways, the heart of Portugal. It's, it's, uh, no, it's not the heart. It's, it's, a, it's, uh, no, I think the it's more the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, we're going to be talking about the cuisine yes, but, down there. Uh, but you know, for a man, the the better way to reach the art is through the stomach. Yes, I have yes. heard that said many times. Uh, yes, and uh, you know, Chris, I, I'm going to ask you something. Mm -hmm. What's the purpose of life? <sighs> well, for me, <laughs> you've got to live a little, haven't you? You've got to be to happy. Go out there, absolutely. To be happy and to help the others to be happy. Mm. Or... Travel is one of the ways to have happy moments. Mm. We cannot be happy every time, but we could uh, we could have, to be, uh, have lots of uh, happy moments. And Vito, I'm, I'm and so the, pleased you said that because yes. that is really what this no, travel show the, is all about. And the, 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 the travel, to, to travel is one of the most wonderful ways mm. to get uh, happy moments. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, if you ask me why the people should go to your region, ask me, Chris. Okay, Vitor, why should people go to the Alentejo? <laughs> to get happy moments. Ah. It's because of that that we say that uh, uh, our message that we promote is Alentejo, mm -hmm. time to be happy. That's, uh, that's a good message to, to promote. Yes. I think we should tell our listeners where we are in Portugal. That's important now, because not everybody the, knows. We are, well, Alentejo, of course, is not a very well-known region. And perhaps we will never be very, very known because we have not, uh, we are not, we have not the resources mm. and the characteristics of regions of mass tourism. To, we are a region more, uh, to more sophisticated people. Mm. I, I don't say people from the elites. No, mm -hmm. sophisticated in the sense of culture, people who, who have sense, who, who, who like to, to speak with the others, who like to communicate with the others. When they go to the, to, to, to when they travel, mm -hmm. they don't want only to see uh, rocks and uh, eat and uh, not communicate with the people. This, this is uh, Portugal really as it has been for so many years. This is the Portugal of friendly people. You can't yes. not interact with, with the locals when you yes, come to, Portugal to this part is, of Portugal. Uh, by, in, by everywhere is a very warmly, a very friendly, mm. friendly country. We are situated in the south between Lisbon and the, the big region of tourism in Portugal. That is Algarve. Right. But we are completely different because we are um, a region of low density. Mm. We have the same, so we are one third of the country, as you have said. We have the same size of Belgium, but in, in Alentejo only live 500,000 people. Yes. Half a million people. Spread very thinly over a beautiful yes. countryside. So our, our, our cities are small cities. The biggest one ever that you ever know, I, you have told me. Uh, yes, is, I've been is, to many years heritage ago. by UNESCO. Yeah. But it's a city with, is the biggest and uh, is a city with 50 thousand five zero <laughs> which is not very thousand inhabitants i live in second one we are twenty five thousand people uh -huh. but in the city like this you have universities mm. every kind of, of schools even schools of music schools of dance mm. you have uh, theaters movie theaters wonderful restaurants 
a lot of cultural activities. So in a city of 25 or 50,000 inhabitants, mm. you have the same offered as you have in a, a city like Toronto. Of course, not with the same quality, I have to say. Yeah, but, but, but the kind of offer yeah. is the same. Yeah. And so uh, the Alentejo, even if we are not a rich region, uh, in in the, the the total of Portugal, we are one of the less regions, perhaps the less uh, rich region mm. of Portugal. But we have a high quality of life yes. because we have to understand to be happy, we don't need so much money. Mm. You need other things. You you need to to have good relationships to have. Time to yourself, and this is why I would urge Canadians to explore yes. your, your, your region yes. because it's so authentic. Yes, is Alentejo is a region complete, uh, completely authentic. It's uh, very authentic because we have a relation. The Alentejano people have a relation very special between the man and nature. And you don't you don't see uh, wild regions in the, in the Alentejo. You see a, a nature completely transformed. By the man, but in a, a partnership, if I can say so, mm-hmm. between the man and the nature, a ve- and very well balanced. That is the secret of our life: mm-hmm. to produce, to use the products of our, of our, of our land. So, even if you have not got uh, a big car and a lot of money, you can be yeah. happy. Yes, because you have lots of friends. When you have a, a little problem. If my car breaks, I don't go to a big, a big magazine of photos. I pick my phone on the iPhone to a friend that is a mechanic. I say, "Hey, my car is broken." He say, "Hey, okay, bring me your car. <laughs> I, I cannot bring. I I be there." If your uh, uh, pump of water is uh, loose, you do something, uh, the, the, the same thing. You understand? It's that sort of place. No, it's that sort of place that we have in, in Alentejo. That's. Mm. The quality of life. So, so, so wonder, wonder where yeah. you will in this, this yeah. land of uh, the cork trees, because there's cork trees. Yes, Alentejo is the is not a producer; is the world center of the production of cork trees. Mm. The of cork, we have the the biggest forest of cork trees in the world. There only mm. exists cork trees in Alentejo, a little bit in Algarve, in the center, and a little bit in Spain. Mm. But the center, the world center. Of the cork trees is and you have a wonderful sea coast on the Atlantic uh, of course, Ocean. But preserved sea coast because yes. great part of the coast we, we is forbidden to build hotels or even mm. uh, little houses there. So no big resort destinations no. there. No. This this is no. the, the you natural have a, coast. You can have a, a beach for uh, mm. yourself and your family. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. And another there. thing that caught my eye too are the wine routes. <laughs> wow, the wine routes. Well, in, by by all Portugal, yes. there are here, my colleagues, my friends that can talk about that. We have wonderful wines, but Alentejo in this moment produces half of the wine of Portugal. Mm. We are very few people, but you produce. <laughs> we, have, we have 400 producers of wine. And the Alentejo wow. wines, perhaps, are not the best wines of mm-hmm. Portugal. Are not the best. I can say, no, perhaps, I'm sure, are not the best. But in the relation between the quality and the price, mm. of course, they are the best. If you go to a wine shop or a, a supermarket in Portugal, the most part of the, the, the wines that you see selling is wines from. Uh, 
from uh, from Alentejo. So and we haven't even talked about the food. <laughs> no, the food, the gastronomy. Of course, my colleagues who are going to say that their food is bad. But uh, <laughs> I like this. We've got to have no. a competitive <laughs> element happening on the no, show. But the gastronomy <laughs> of Alentejo is wonderful because we have uh, Mediterranean gastronomy, mm. and uh, with uh, an, uh, an advantage, we have the Atlantic coast, not a Mediterranean coast, and the, the Mediterranean uh, uh, waters are more warm. The fish is not so good. And the Atlantic coast, that, mm. of course, is all the coast of Portugal, is more cold than the fish. Portugal have, I can't say that, the best fish in all the world. Yeah. So the fish in Alentejo is not uh, better than the fish in other regions, but is one of the best fish in Alentejo. We don't need uh, sauces to put in fish. <laughs> it's pure. No, and that, it's pure. And you pure, catch the fish and put it in Pure the, is another good word <laughs> for your, for your yes, destination. Yes. Vito, I have to say, um, unfortunately, we, we have to stop here, but I, I love the region. I love your, your no, selling of the region. No, what do you have to say? Now it's, you have to say. What do you have to say to your listeners? Not me. You know, go, go, explore, wander. This is be a, happy. Yes, be happy. Be, be happy. happy here, but be happy in all the regions of Portugal because I'm not letting you get away with that. The the place to go to to plan the website is is what is uh, www. Visitalentejo.com uh, and that's a l e n t e j o dot com. Thank you so much, Vitor. Thank you, Chris. And in the next part of the show, we're going to continue our journey through Portugal by visiting the historical heart of Portugal. You're listening to The Chris Robinson Travel Show. Hop on a cable car to the Botanical Garden, up on the island of Madeira. Watch geysers erupt in the Azores and uncork a Portuguese wine. All of which you can do, because there are more direct flights from Toronto to Portugal than ever. And more places to explore than there are days in winter. Go to visitportugal.com and don't come back until spring. Portugal, one country, many destinations. Once upon a time, finished basements were all fun and games. But not anymore, as Paul Napolitano from Royal Home Improvements explains. My son, first year U of T, we decided that he'd stay home to make it less expensive for mom and dad. But he wants more space. So I think our next investment is something like allowing him his own little suite downstairs. And I tell you, if you invest the money in the basement for the future and not only for the moment, that space can be used down the road. Let's say you wanted to bring someone in to take care of you as you age. Having that nanny suite down there and having it accessible for them. As well, if you're having kids, then the kids have somewhere to have their own space, bedroom, bathrooms. You're absolutely right. If not for a child... It could be for someone looking after you. The basement, we need to look at it in a different light, I think, these days. Royal Home Improvements knows you and what you want in a home renovation. Call them at 416-236-4400 or visit royalhomeimprovements.ca. A second home doesn't mean you need a second phone. Stay connected with the Canada-U.S. plan from TELUS. TELUS top reasons to stay connected while in the U.S. Because Facebook-worthy moments don't wait. Post photos to your Facebook as soon as you take them, so everyone can ooh and ah back home. Get unlimited talk and text on both sides of the border. Plus, use your data like you would at home. Learn more at telus.com slash Canada-U.S. 
Getting to a debt-free life can be as easy as 4321. Call Spurgill today and start counting down your debts. Bankruptcy isn't the only solution, and you have better options than you realize. The professionals at Spurgill have helped over 40,000 people reach their dreams of being debt-free. Get a fresh start and start pursuing your dreams. Visit Spurgill.ca or call us at 310-4321 or fast dial us from your cell at pound 4321 to speak to a licensed insolvency trustee. Hi, I'm Cherry Tab, co-founder of the Herzig Eye Institute. Have you had your I've had it moment yet? I've had it with glasses. I've had it with contacts. I've had it with cataracts. I've had it with bad night vision, bad reading vision, bad vision, period. Instead, say, I've had it. I've had my vision corrected at Herzig, and it's wonderful. Don't wait. Google high-definition vision. Learn about Herzig. Call us for a consultation. There's no charge. Look after yourself. Promise me. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Portugal Tourism. Seeing the world through your radio. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Well, I was traveling in Portugal in July for the first time in quite a while, and I was delighted to find that the country, which I've always loved, has just got better and better for the visitor. Um, So here we are. We're going to be exploring uh, another part of this wonderful country. And now I have the pleasure of speaking with Antonio Bello, who represents central Portugal. Now, I'm sure when I said that that the Alentejo was the the heart of Portugal, you were saying, no, (laughs) we're the heart of Portugal. And in many ways, the central Portugal, of course, is. Hello, Chris. The centre of Portugal is between the two main airports in Portugal, between Lisbon and Porto. So it is definitely the heart of the country because it still remains in the centre of the country. So what you can expect, we don't have... The, the airports, because we are, uh, we are just a passing uh, region between the two main airports, but we have a diverse region that you will be surprised with it. Mm. Well, I'm delighted to have you on the show, Antonio, because this, uh, for me, um, is where probably my, my favourite hotel in the entire world is, and we'll come to that perhaps a, a little bit later. Um, one of my favourite cities, of, of, of certainly anywhere in, in Europe, not just in Portugal, which is Coimbra, um, and the sea coast is, is so gorgeous, and the history is so marvellous. There are UNESCO World Heritage Sites. I really don't know where to ask you to begin, but have a go. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> true, that's true. But, OK, let's put it like this. The, the main cities uh, in this region, you can consider Coimbra, mm. for the university, the oldest university town in Portugal, and you have Aveiro. Is another one that is very close to the airport in Porto, 20 minutes mm. south of Porto. And it was considered for the Portuguese, we call it the Portuguese Venice. Why? Because it has a huge lagoon nearby, 40 kilometers, and then it involves completely the town. So you have a lot of canals and you can make a boat tour all around. Or you have uh, cities like Tomar, that mm. is the headmaster of the... Um, <laughs> The Knights of the Templars in Europe, yes. that's why it's classified world heritage like Coimbra. Or you have, for example, Fatima, the world sanctuary uh, in, in Portugal that is all over, all wide known. So, mm. or you can combine another one, it's a small town, a village like Obidos, oh, about Obidos, 45 yes. <laughs> kilometers north of Lisbon, surrounded by a ring of walls, and it still remains a medieval inside. So... 
Yeah. It's, it's the perfect medieval city for me. I love Obidosh. And I still remember arriving there as, as um, it was just beginning to get dark mm-hmm. and I hadn't got anywhere booked. And there's a lovely um, a hotel, a posada, as it's called, in the castle walls. Yes, that's, that's right. You have a posada from the old castle inside the walls, but you have also uh, they are developed a new project two years ago. Is Obidosh is now the only place that is a literary town in Portugal. Mm. And this is very interesting because they developed this project, the municipality there from Obidos, with another bookstore from Lisbon. Uh, so this uh, project is the second year already, and now we have a new hotel in town supporting this project, that is the Literary Man Hotel. So everything is connected with this project. You have the bookshops, certain bookshops in this small village. Okay, if you say 12 or 13 bookshops in a village with only three... <laughs> Thousand inhabitants, it's something, but they are, they are doing this. And I've never been able amazing. to walk past a bookshop in my life without going in, so <laughs> I could be there quite a while next time. Fishing villages, too. Oh, fishing village is another subject. You have, for example, <laughs> Paniche. It's a marvelous village, and it is, uh, we, we found a huge fortress inside the village. And just facing Paniche, you have Belenga Island. You can take a boat and visit the island. The island is also uh, very special uh, for bird watching because it's uh, reserved for the biosphere from UNESCO. So, and Paniche himself for the gastronomy you will be surprised with the fishing there because, as my colleague said, if you are in the coast, the Atlantic coast, especially this part of the country, mm-hmm. the fish is much better than in the south because normally the cold waters is better for the fish. Well, and let's, let's talk about the gastronomy because, of course, the, the food and the wine of Portugal is... Yes, is... the food and the wine you find very good <laughs> all over the country, OK? <laughs> I'm not saying, OK, my, my gastronomy is better than the others. We are, for example, uh, more specialised in the centre, for example, for the pastry because mm. we have a lot of abbeys and monasteries that are world heritage. Mm. So normally... The pastry comes from all the recipes from these monasteries are really, really sweet. So the Portuguese, we like it a lot. This is one of the things that we like it. And you mentioned the, the monasteries and, and the great uh, World Heritage buildings, but the Abbey of Batalha is... Yes, for example, so you have imposing. the Abbey of Batalha that is one of... The, um, considered the, the end of the Gothic, mm. also symbolizing the victory from the Portuguese ba- battle against the, the Spanish people. They don't like it to hurt it, but it's true. <laughs> and you have Alcobasa Monastery that is yes. near, and it's the biggest Cistercian uh, monastery in Europe, or Toma for the city of the Templars. That is another convent. And for me, as a history buff, you know, the city of the Templars is something special. Yes, it's, it's the atmosphere that yeah. you have it there because you are coming, the castle, and then you have the, the, the monastery uh, nearby, all the complex. And mm. when we are inside, you say, how could uh, uh, Templars, the, the order of the Templars, be there and choose to mar mm. all over Europe to make his mother houses there? So mm. don't forget that our first king, it is member also from the Order of the Templars. Mm. So that's the reason they come to Portugal, to help us, to conquer mm. our country. And we are the only, one of the oldest countries in Europe that still remains the same border from the Middle Age. Wow. Yeah, it's true. 
Now, I said we were going to come back to my favourite hotel just about anywhere in the world, and that's here in central Portugal. It's somewhere called the Busaco Palace, and it really is a, a pretty special place. Yes, it is a special place because Busaco Palace still remains in the, in the middle of the Busaco mm. Forest, but it was in past uh, an old pavilion from the Portuguese kings and still remain uh, a charming hotel, OK? Mm. Uh, most part of... Um, for example, the, the groups, they like it to stay there because they are surroundings a little bit uh, with the nature at the same time. Not mm. far away from Busaco, you have also uh, by rather region for the wines and you can mm. taste wines there. So you can combine staying in a cultural um, hotel and tasted the wines from Bairada that is very close there. Well, I, I went, uh, I stayed at the Busaco Palace many, many years ago, <clears throat> really many years ago now, and I tasted their red wine that, that uh, they serve as part of the, mm -hmm. from the hotel grounds, and it was just so mind-blowingly wonderful that I, I took one bottle back with me and I kept it for the turn of the millennium. Okay. So I had a bottle of the best French champagne and I had a bottle of red wine from Busaco. And when the millennium struck, the bells struck, I opened the champagne and it went Pleh. And it was, it was terrible. I kept it too long. But the Busaco red wine was magnificent. <laughs> uh, it, it's quite normal, as my colleague said. We have very good wines all over Portugal. In the centre of Portugal, we have three market areas. You mm. have one, we call it Beira Interior, that is facing the highest mountain that we have in Portugal, stays in the centre of Portugal, that is also a natural reserve, that is Serra da Estrela Mountain. But we have also uh, the down region in the surroundings of Viseu, mm. the city of Viseu, mm. And we have near Coimbra by rather region. These are the three main market areas that we have. Now, one other extraordinary place that we haven't mentioned is Fatima. And I'm not a religious man, but mm -hmm. I could feel the, 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 the special quality about that place. Yes, Fatima is a special place. If you are... If you have faith in something mm. and if you are Catholic, because normally is the... the the, the headline for the, for the religious tourism, because Fatima is, is mm. well known, this year it makes 100 years that we are commemorating. That we have the, the apparition, yes. yes. And we have this year the Pope in, in Fatima. So even there, not far from Fatima, you can go, for example, from Fatima to the coast, it's only 80 kilometers. That means you are talking a small country. So that means from the, from the coastline, to the Spanish border, it's only 200 kilometers. So, as you can see, it's very easy to travel in Portugal. You can't skip Portugal. You can't skip the center of Portugal. Well, that's a good way to, uh, to end our, our part of the travel show. Thank you so much, Antonio, it was for, a pleasure, for guiding us around. It's a lovely part of Portugal. And as you can tell, I'm very enthusiastic about it. One thing before we go, mm -hmm. your website. Okay, www.com centerofportugal.com Wonderful. And the, uh, the website for the whole of Portugal is simply Portugal, visit Portugal rather, dot com. To help you research your trip, you'll find lots of information at my website, which is chrisrobinsontravelshow.com and we're going to continue after the break on our journey to explore and we'll travel beyond the shores of mainland Portugal altogether to a wonderful island called Madeira. You're listening to The Chris Robinson Travel Show. Hop on a cable car to the Botanical Garden up on the island of Madeira. Watch geysers erupt in the Azores and uncork a Portuguese wine. All of which you can do because there are more direct flights from Toronto to Portugal than ever. 
and more places to explore than there are days in winter. Go to visitportugal.com and don't come back until spring. Portugal, one country, many destinations. Okay, okay, I've got the plan for the William Ashley warehouse sale. I'll pick up Jen and then Sarah, and we'll go armed with all our must-haves and gift lists for the year. We'll shop the 25,000 square feet, conquer the 20 different departments, and find the finds of all finds. Wait, I don't have room for Frail's finds in my car. I know, I'll rent a trailer. The William Ashley warehouse sale is on now, with up to 90% off tableware, kitchenware, and home decor by all the famous brands you know and love from William Ashley. On now at 111 Crediview Road, Highway 400 and Langstaff. Direct from the golden age of swing comes the Toronto All-Star Big Band's Cool Yule Show. Celebrate the most wonderful time of the year when the Mississauga Living Arts Centre presents A Swingin' Christmas. Friday, December 1st, A Swingin' Christmas with the Toronto All-Star Big Band. Get in the spirit of the 30s, 40s, and 50s Holiday Edition. Tickets on sale at livingartscentre.ca or 905-306-6000. A young woman lies in the street. A pedestrian takes her purse. How could anyone do that? What about the drunk driver who hit her and took off? Mad enough to do something? Spread the word. Talk to your friends. There's no excuse for drinking and driving. Take a cab or transit. Don't drink and drive. It's just common sense. A reminder from Zoomer Radio. Bar S. Kane Funeral Home reminds you that as Canadians don their poppy this year, they're taking part in a national display of pride and respect. Last year, more than 18 million Canadians wore a poppy to honour, thank and remember Canada's fallen veterans and those who serve today. Your generous donations to the poppy campaign used to care for our veterans and their defendants are greatly appreciated. A reminder from R. S. Kane Funeral Home, proud to honour our Canadian heroes. Did you hear? Listen Up Canada is changing its name to Hearing Life. The signs on the outside might be changing, but our staff, our dedication, and expertise remain the same on the inside. We are proudly serving over 200 communities across Canada with one simple vision to help more people hear better. A free hearing test could be the difference between living and living out loud. Because at Hearing Life, your hearing is our expertise. Visit whoishearinglife.ca. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Portugal Tourism. Crossing oceans and borders with no passport required. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back to the Travel Show, where this week we're exploring Portugal through the eyes of the people who know the country best. And I'm in the company of a man who knows a particular island really well. I'm with Ricardo Bion from Madeira. It's an enchanted island. It's been called a floating garden out there in the Atlantic. But it's very much uh, a Portuguese um, destination to to put on the uh, itinerary of any trip to Portugal. I'm sure you would agree, Ricardo. Absolutely, Chris. Uh, Actually, Madeira is a group of islands. Uh, It's an archipelago. Uh, Madeira is the main island and the biggest one and the one which gives its name to the archipelago. But there is another inhabited island next to Madeira, two hours and 30 minutes away by ferry boat, which is called Porto Santo. And it's uh, it's still a very well-kept secret. It's, um, it's a beach destination and it's a very good 
com- combination to Madeira. Well, Ricardo, that, that's why I'm, I'm really um, loving having you here because I would have forgotten about uh, Porto Santa. And it is lovely because you've got two worlds in one. Uh, they're two totally different islands. As you say, Porto Santo is this lovely, very flat by comparison, yes. but beautiful beaches. And it's somewhere to go to, to just relax and, and chill. Absolutely. It's a nine-kilometer-long golden sandy beach. Actually, the sand in that beach has uh, therapeutic properties. It's good for for the bones. And some hotels in the island even use the the sand for bone treatments. Uh, You can go there as a day trip, taking the ferry boat in the morning, returning in the evening, or just easily spend there one week uh, by the beach, just relaxing. And as you say, to get there, you take the ferry, and you take the ferry from the uh, island capital of Madeira, Funchal, which has got to be one of the prettiest little towns that I know of. It is. It's a, it's a harbour city. The, the shape of the, of the city is like an amphitheatre. Um, half of the island's population live there, but it's, it's a very pleasant city, very nice to walk. Uh, actually, it's one of the few flat places in the island. <laughs> yes, this is true. <laughs> As I found when I was going for my morning runs, it was always uphill. <laughs> but not in Funchal, actually. Uh, I, I also run in the morning, and right. usually I run from Funchal to Lobush, which is uh, the fishing village where Winston Churchill used to, to sit on and paint. And um, and you got this sea, seaside promenade uh, joining the both cities, and it's a very pleasant run. And I, I ran that that very well. I, f- I eventually found it after two, <laughs> two other runs, which were very much uphill. But my problem on that run was when I came to the overlook over Camera de Lobos, I just stopped dead because yes. uh, that is stunningly beautiful. It is beautiful with the the great cliffs of Cabo in the background. Cabo is the second highest sea cliff in in Europe, mm. and the views from up there are simply stunning. And now there is a, a glass-floored um, lookout right on the very top. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's not for everyone, uh, but I've heard about the CNN Tower in Toronto. Yes, so it's, it's probably similar. similar. <laughs> yeah. For me, the great secret that I, I, I try to, uh, to, to reveal every time we talk about uh, Madeira uh, are the Levadas. Um, and could you explain to our listeners what the Levadas Sure. The the lavadas are basically irrigation channels. Um, Levada in Portuguese means to take. So they were Mm -hmm. built over the centuries by the the island settlers to bring water, so to take water from the mountains to the plantations along the coast. And next to these lavadas, you have walking paths. So nowadays you have over 1,500 kilometers of these walking paths, which can take you right to the heart of the island. And it's the best way to, to explore Madeira, actually. Yeah, they're just enchanting places. And, and they're for everybody. There's little ones where you can do 10, 15 minutes saunter. Absolutely. Or if you want to do multiple day hikes through the, the heart of the island, you, you can, can You can walk uh, from one end to the other end of the island doing these Lovada walks. Or, as you said, they are shorter ones. They are tougher ones. They are, they are Lovadas for every level. Mm. And the landscape of Madeira is, is well, <laughs> dramatic, to say the least. It's, it's very dramatic. Um, it's very beautiful. Uh, Madeira is a volcanic island, so you have mountains going all the way up to almost uh, 2,000 meters high, uh, deep valleys covered with green forests. Actually, we have one of the best preserved areas of laurel forest, and laurel forest is the same forest that used to cover the whole of continental Europe until the last ice age, when it disappeared from Europe, but the, there is still a very well-kept area of laurel forest in Madeira, which is a protected area by UNESCO, so it was declared in 1999 a World Heritage Site by UNESCO. It's a unique mm-hmm. forest which is to be found in Madeira. 
Now, I was talking uh, in an earlier part of the show about one of my favourite hotels anywhere. Um, I'm going to talk about another one of my favourite hotels anywhere, which also happens to be in Portugal, in this case in, in Madeira. And I was there actually just a couple of months ago and I was uh, sipping some wonderful local Madeira wine with Roberto Santa Clara, who I think is... is it's my boss. Your boss. <laughs> <laughs> so there we were on the terrace of the Reed Palace yes. Hotel, overlooking the glittering lights of Funchal Harbour. And that is a very special hotel. It is a very, very special hotel. Uh, it's uh, over one year old. Uh, it's kept its charm all, all the way until now. And uh, it's very unique. Uh, it's still very classical in a way. Mm. The service is unbeatable. And uh, you really, you almost feel like you are in an Agatha Christie book over there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> sipping Malera wine next to Hercule Poirot or something. Uh, <laughs> it's really, really special. Even just to go there for an afternoon tea or for dinner, um, it's a unique place. And Madeira is really a lot about um, unique experiences and unique accommodations. Mm-hmm. On top of the luxury four and five stars, especially the five star hotels, we also have the Quintas da Madeira. Yes. These are small properties, small boutique hotels. Uh, originally, they were all um, manor houses. Uh, private-only manor, manor houses, which were recently uh, transformed into four- and five-star boutique hotels with between 20 and 35 rooms. And some have marvellous restaurants. I was, again, on the same trip a couple of months ago at the Quinta do Forral. Yes, it's a, uh, it's a beautiful place wow. on the north coast. They also produce their own wine. So, as my colleague said, <laughs> Portugal is a country of wines. <laughs> yes. We could not skip the, the, the unique Madeira wine, which is actually a fortified wine. Um, it, we have half dries, dries, half sweet and sweet Madeira wines, and uh, they are only produced in Madeira. And um, in Quinta do Front, they have their own production of Madeira wine. And uh, I did a tour of Blandi's uh, Madeira wine uh, outlet in uh in Funchal, and and just being in in the in the cavernous um, cellars, yeah. there, you almost feel drunk on the fumes. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's quite amazing. You can, and and it's it really is a place not to be missed uh, when you visit Funchal. It's a tour to the to the wine cellars. Mm. They are very unique. The the introduction of uh, the the grapes, uh, which then uh, made the Madeira wine, was already in the 15th century. Um, but a big boom was in the 17th century when the British wine traders came to Madeira to trade the Madeira wine and bring them to North America, actually. And another great tradition, of course, of the island of Madeira um, is embroidery. Yes, uh, it's a very special embroidery. It requires a very special skills. Um, it's not cheap, but it's very good quality. Uh, an embroidery towel will last for generations. And it's something still uh, very preserved in Malara. Again, you can take a tour and, and see how it's all done. It's so painstakingly done. I, I think I went to Bordal. Yes, Bordal, yeah. right in the city centre near the market. Uh, and you can really see how, how it's done. Uh, they also organise workshops. So if you want to learn how to do it, uh, it could take you almost a lifetime to, to really know how to, how to do the embroidery. Uh, but if you want to have just a quick workshop, you can do it with, with Bordal. Now, if you want to do something more active, and I, I, I love doing this stuff, um, something that's very unique, uh, the sleds. <laughs> oh, the sledge. 
Yeah, actually, the sledge, they, they were, uh, well, the sledge, uh, maybe I should explain. Yes. It. It's a means of transportation uh, where you go in the sledge basket. There are two seats and you drive down uh, a road, a very steep road, uh, being pushed by two, two gentlemen called the Carreiros, uh, all dressed in their white suits and with their, with their hats. And you go down this, uh, this street um, in a wicked basket, basically. So it's like being... <laughs> on a sledge on the snow, but without snow. And uh, at the beginning, in the 18th century, it was a means of transportation for, for the rich, wealthy people who had their offices down in Funchal, but they lived up in the mountains. They invented this way of coming to work, to the office. And now it's a fun way for, for no, visitors. No, it's a fun <laughs> way for visitors to, to experience some of the unique features of Madeira, yes. And it is a unique destination. Ricardo, thank you so much for uh, introducing it to our, to our listeners. Um, for me, the, the, the thing I remember most, I think, is the scent and, and the sight of the flowers. Everywhere you go on the island, it's a very special place. We have flowers from all, all around the world. Um, we have lots of public gardens where you can see all these unique and exotic flowers. Uh, being, being a volcanic island, the soil is very fertile and the mild temperatures all year round allow for flowers from all over the world to grow during the whole year. Yeah, truly a, a garden paradise. Thank you so much. The website for visiting? It's motherallyearround.com. Oh, lovely. I like that one very much indeed. Thank you so much to you and indeed to the entire team from Portugal for all the insights on this great and oh-so-varied destination. The Travel Show website at chrisrobinsontravelshow.com has links to all of these websites that we've talked about today and lots more planning information for your trip to Portugal. Thanks for listening to The Travel Show. We'll be back next Saturday with another travel destination. Till then, bon voyage and cheerio from The Chris Robinson Travel Show. Hi, Chris Robinson here again with news and views from the world of travel. Visit Britain, the UK's tourist board, is looking for Canada to play a key role in the country's drive to spread the visitor load more equitably throughout the nation, where London alone currently counts for over half of all visitors spend. This leaves just 35% for the rest of England, and 8% for Scotland, and only 2% for Wales. Canada is an existing top 10 source of visitors for the UK and it's also the one that bucks the London-centric trend. Canadians are more likely than most to explore what the rest of the British Isles has to offer by renting a car or jumping onto the train, for instance. Last year, there were 828,000 Canadian arrivals in the UK, meaning that one in 45 of us visits the UK, which is twice the rate of Americans, for instance. And this year, Canadian visits are over 20% up on last year. The relative strength of the Canadian dollar versus the UK pound since the Brexit vote has played a big part in these numbers. And there is also rising interest in following up family heritage in England, Scotland and Wales. So I think that Visit Britain will be spending more time and more money in the next 12 months to persuade Canadians to hop across the pond. There's going to be more competition over the Atlantic next summer too. Danish low-cost airline Primera Air will fly from Toronto and its UK hubs at Stansted and Birmingham airports starting in May of next year. Flights to Toronto will operate three times a week from Birmingham and from Stansted, as well as four times a week from Paris-Charles-de-Gaulle. 
Stansted is one of London's smaller airports with excellent connections into the city and it's also handy for Canadians who want to see more of eastern England with sites such as Cambridge and the Norfolk Broads. Birmingham Airport is in the centre of the country and so it's better than the London airports for the regions of the Midlands and northern England. It's also a handy jumping-off spot to boost that lowly 2% visitor rate for the Principality of Wales. Primera Air says it's planning further expansion over the next two years with more transatlantic flights from its European bases in the pipeline and it's recently placed an order for 20 more aircraft. The deal of the week is an early booking offer with Globus for any of their North American vacations next year. Globus are celebrating their 90th anniversary and are inviting Canadians to discover even more North American wonders next year with 10 new escorted tours featuring destinations from Nashville to Savannah, America's national parks and even the many delights to be found right here in Canada. Globus are offering a 10% discount for vacations booked by November the 28th. Go to globusjourneys.ca to see all their North American tours. Next week on The Travel Show, have you ever wondered where the movers and shakers of the travel industry go for their own vacations? Well, this is your chance to listen in as I sit down with Vanessa Lee, one of the travel world's acknowledged gurus, to find out her travel secrets, her insider's tips, and to tap her lifetime of knowledge about the world of cruising. Drop in at the chrisrobinsontravelshow.com website for the details of this show. And while you're there, check out the Pinterest board of images from just one of the destinations in Portugal that we talked about on the travel show today, the floating garden of Madeira. You can find the link to these Pinterest photos on the homepage of the travel show website. And don't forget to tune in next Saturday or Sunday at 11am here on Zuma Radio to join me as we sail the seven seas with Vanessa Lee on The Chris Robinson Travel Show.